Hey, Darren Daily On Demand listeners, producer Mariana here. I wanted to hop on quickly to remind you that today is the final day to watch Darren's free briefing on the 10 biggest challenges small business owners are facing right now. Darren is committed to supporting you in these crazy and opportune times, but you have to step up and take advantage of this opportunity. So don't miss out. If you haven't already, go to darrenhardylive.com forward slash encore to catch the Big 10 briefing before it's gone. Okay, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. So following up on yesterday's session about why we so crazy and the cognitive dissidence compulsion that we all have to force everything into alignment with our pre-existing beliefs or decision rationalizations, I wanna remind you to be hyper vigilant these days in protecting this cognitive dissidence from those who wish to manipulate us, those with an agenda, purposely trying to divide us into black or white. These are not bad people with an evil agenda, but they do have an agenda and they are using your nature to their advantage. Political operatives use our cognitive dissidence to rile up and rally people. They draw hard lines of division and make the other the enemy, the evil one, the antichrist, the existential threat to your virtues and values. They weaponize your fear. News media, also triggers your emotional buttons to capture and hold your attention. The New York Times tracked their most shared articles and found one commonality. Guess what it was? It was, quote, extremeness of emotion. The article either made you super happy or super mad. Oh, and guess what the number one emotion was that was the most shared articles? Yep, you guessed it, anger. They weaponize your anger. For social media to keep you engaged and to increase your time on their platform so that they could sell more advertising around it, they curate filter bubbles and put you into echo chambers. And when you only talk with people that you agree with or shout at people that you disagree with, your biases become stronger and you are essentially radicalized. They weaponize your tribalism. Don't let yourself be divided into black or white. Republican or Democrat, red or blue, liberal or conservative, Christian or atheist, family values or gay rights, pro-life or pro-choice, gun control or the right to bear arms, global warming or climate deniers, America first or immigrants, Black Lives Matter or the police, COVID health safety or the economy. Every one of those issues is far more nuanced and complex than they are presented and most all of us will fully ever understand. I have three main messages here this morning. Number one, understand that there is always gray. It is never black and white. I'm not saying that you can't have or shouldn't have a position. I am saying to keep your reason and rational mind open along the way. Instead of identifying those things that you disagree with and immediately coloring it black or white, right or wrong, good or bad, start with those things that you do agree with. If you took the time to sit down, lay out the issue, hear the noble intention of each side, you would probably agree on 80 to 90% of the issues and ideas from the other side. Now, it might not be 80 to 90% exactly, but it will be a heck of a lot more than you thought. Our job is to focus on what we can agree on so that we could better collaborate on the rest of it. 
instead of signing up for somebody else's ideology. Have your own philosophy, have your own opinion. You see, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, a liberal or a conservative, religious or atheist. I am a thinking, individually minded human being. I don't carry anybody's banner. I make decisions on individual issues, not party politics, not religious dogmas. I don't let anyone's agenda dictate my decisions. As my mentor, Jim Rohn, taught me, he said, don't be anybody's disciple. Seek everyone's ideas and input, but then let your decision be a product of your own mind and conclusion. I think that's excellent advice. Number two, there are human beings on every side. Start with empathy, understanding, and compassion. People really do the best they know how. They believe as they do for a reason. A lot of times that reason was given to them, not one that they chose rationally. We are all victim survivors of our upbringing, our culture, and our circumstances. Have some freaking empathy. When you actually take the time to sit down and talk with people, you realize we are all pretty much the same. We love our families. We want to be happy, healthy, and have hope for the future. We want to be loved, respected, and valued. All of us. The great philosopher Sting sang it so well. Let's remember, we are all human. We all struggle, we all fail, we all do dumb stuff, and we all do amazing stuff too. We all wanna be successful and happy. Let's be sure that we see the human behind every issue. You might be asking, okay, smart guy, so what is the best way for us to be a change activist? How do we become a force for good? champion these important causes and take an active role in advancing progress. Good, I'm glad that you asked. And that's number three, start with the man or woman in the mirror. We spend so much time criticizing and casting stones at others without assessing and fixing ourselves first. If you wanna fix government, institutions, and society, fix your home and your business first. If you wanna fix the environment, clean up yours first. If you wanna fix racial discrimination, fix your own discriminations first. If you wanna champion family values, be sure that you're living up to yours first. If you want freedoms of guns, speech, equal rights, be sure that you're honoring the freedoms of others first. If you wanna champion pro-choice, start with better choices in your own life. If you want to champion pro-life, start with honoring other people's lives at every stage and every age. Is that gonna fix all our macro problems? Nope, but it's a damn good place to start. Be the change you wish to make first. Then go back to number two. See the human behind every issue that you wish to fix. Start with empathy and understanding. Then if you wanna tackle the macro problems, bump up to number one, see the gray area. That is where you can meet to agree on the 80 to 90%. Then you can collaborate on the rest. So jot down your self-reflections from today's lesson in your Darren Daily Journal. Just remember, 
The exercise is to look in the mirror, not in the telescope.